0: Ben Smith, how is he? Is he okay? Is he alright? Is he going to be? Is he going to be alright to, to to run around a field soon?
1: Yeah, hey you, Daniel, yeah, you know, he's probably at home in his moon boot, running around after his kids at the moment. To be fair, uh, look, he'll be uh, he, he, he'll be out for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we plan on um, taking him to Perth. Uh, he'll play the Force in a couple of weeks' time. So, at this stage, uh, yeah, he'll be good to go in a couple of weeks.
0: So it's one of those injuries, I'm reading between the lines here, uh, that it's get it sorted now, and he'll be just removing the risks, not only for your campaign, but what uh, awaits him later in the year.
1: Oh, definitely. Look, he came away from, I mean, obviously everyone saw him get injured and then play through the game. Um, I mean, that's typical Ben, and of course, at the end of the game, when the old adrenaline wears off, uh, you know, the bruising starts coming out, and... And the swelling, and so uh, at the end of the, by the end of the game, um, you know he, he, he it was obviously he was going to need a break, and, and it's going to take a couple of weeks to come right. But he'll be 100 and ready to go in that game, and looking forward to playing in that game over there in uh, in Perth in a couple of weeks.
0: Is it at times difficult to uh, factor in international players and what lies ahead? When I guess there's part of you, Roger, just wants to be selfish, and right? It's Highlanders, Highlanders, Highlanders.
1: Yeah, I think it's all about the athlete, really. I mean, we we know that um, as the Hollanders, we're here. Obviously, we want to do as well as we can, but we're only going to do that if we promote our players. And promoting our players for being in a black jersey is what they all want to be here for. And as a fan, that's what we want to watch. So it's not that hard. And in this case, um, he just... He, He's struggling to walk, let alone be able to play. So um, it's, it's, it's an easy one. He's just uh, he's got a slight injury to his ankle, and he's got to get it right. And when he's right, which we uh, the experts are saying will be a couple of weeks, he'll be ready to go again. But yeah, uh, you know, like he's uh, for all those players, is a fantastic opportunity awaiting them. Not only in Super Rugby, but obviously in their gym window, and they're all keen to make sure they're a handy for it.
0: Hollander CEO Roger Clark with us here on Radio Sport. Let's get to today's news. Aaron Major, most recently of Leicester. Prior to that, an assistant uh, with the Crusaders. You have signed him for the next two Super Rugby seasons, starting from next year. What what attracted you to to him to fill this void?
1: Yeah, look. Uh, firstly, um, he's a quality person, and uh, we, we've got a great environment down here, and, and we wanted somebody that was going to add to that. And secondly, we needed an attack coach that had something special that uh, would uh, replace Tony Brown. I mean, it's it's obvious to everybody that uh, the Highlanders' attacking game has come on leaps and bounds since uh, Tony joined us uh, in 2014. And, uh, you know, with him leaving, there's a big void. And so it was important to find somebody that uh, could fill that and and help get what is a pretty exciting bunch of players uh, to another level.
0: I think he was obviously naturally pretty disappointed to lose the the Leicester job, but what you've gone over that and still see plenty of positives in his performance to help with that attacking aspect of your franchise.
1: Yeah, look, we um, for anybody who knows what went on over there. I mean, we were talking to Aaron uh, well before um, he left. In fact, um, just before he was approached as a or or appointed as a head coach. I mean, in his time as a head coach, he was very successful. Um, he, he just obviously had some had some a personality clash with the owners, and um, but, but from a, um, a team-wise, I mean, he went, uh, there were nine games straight with wins, and they're, they're in a position to still challenge for the championship over there, so uh, the feedback from the players that, that he's had over the last four years as a coach is, is outstanding, and not only that, but um, his peers uh, rate him very highly as well, so... Um, along with being a quality person, um, he lined up as being a, a, a great candidate uh, for the Highlanders.
0: So, Roger, it wasn't a case of you being a hungry shark shark and seeing blood in the water, right? I'm going to go get this man. You'd long sort of uh, wanted to bring him to the Highlanders.
1: Yeah, look, we've been talking for a long time, and and we're always hopeful that uh, one day he'd, he'd return to this part of the world. And um, and you know, because of his family situation, he's got four young children. There was always going to be an opportunity at some stage. It was just a matter of time. And so the way it's worked out, uh, it's worked out pretty well, uh, probably a year ahead of when we uh, potentially could have had him. So that's probably worked out well for both of us.
0: Where are you with regard to 2018? Because it's a unique sort of way you're going about this. I think that the normal template is you hire a head coach and he might have something to say about assistance here. Um, for example, yeah. Ar- will Aaron be encouraged to apply for the head coaching role? Or how's it all going to work? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. Look, Aaron will be the assistant coach. We've employed him as assistant coach. Uh, look, we've it, it is a little bit different, but it's a little bit different because we've got a lot of continuity in our management team uh, and a lot of the guys that already signed through to 2019. So the key thing for us is making sure we've got the best people um, for, for each of the jobs. And 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 um, Scott McLeod and and uh, Mark Hammett and now Aaron Major, will, we we believe we have. Um, so in due course, we'll um, sort out a head coach, uh, but those three guys will be involved in the review at the end of the season, and then uh, we'll sit down and uh, and work through uh, what each person's role looks like for next year.
0: So there's no rush here. You're quite happy to play the rest of the season out before you sort of look, look at that big
1: big cheer. It's uh, definitely a plan. I mean, at the moment, we've got three uh, quality people and three quality coaches, and and. Together we'll work out um, what that's going to look like in 2018, but um, really comfortable uh, that we've got really good people in place that continue, I suppose, the um, progress that's been made at the Highlanders.
0: Uh, I shouldn't be surprised if the actual head coach is an in-house option already there.
1: Yeah, no, of, of course. You know, As I said, we've got um, really free quality people there. And, and if one of them um, steps up or decides to step up, then that's great. And uh, look, if somebody else um, puts their hand in the ring and, and, and is, uh, fit, uh, works into that fit, then we'll look at that as well. But at the moment, we're quite comfortable with what we've got and we'll work our way through the process at the end of the season. Yeah,
0: and you're off for the job going, right, if it is someone outside the group, these are the guys we trust. You need to work with them.
1: Yeah, look, it's, I mean, it's the way, the, if I look at Mark Hammett, coming into the organization and the same with Aaron Major. A lot of these coaches all know each other anyway from their rugby playing days or even their coaching days and they, they look at the group of people in the organization, the club and, and the people operating in there and, they, and they're not going to go to a club that they don't see alignment or don't see good people or don't see an opportunity and, and or, or people they can't work with. So. Um, they they do their due diligence and and make a decision based on that, and I would see that no different uh, for any coach coming into an environment.
0: Roger Clark, out of the Highlanders, before I let you go, how do you assess your season to date? Um, in the f- firmly in the playoff mix, it, it seems four New Zealand sides, um, at a minimum, will make it uh, six wins out of nine, and of course, just one New Zealand derby game to go. You you pretty comfortable where your team's at?
1: Oh, look, you always like to be better. It's a really um, tough conference, everybody knows that. Uh, we haven't started that well, had a lot of injuries and really haven't fired too many shots at this stage. So with um, the form that the guys are starting to show and the fact that uh, a lot of our best players are still to play, um, you have to be comfortable with where you're at at the moment, Daniel. And, and you know, as long as we can continue on the way we're going now, and improve week by week, then uh, I think we'll definitely be there or thereabouts at the end, come the playoffs.
0: Coming home with a wet sail, so to speak. That's what Islanders fans should be thinking. (laughs) Hey, great stuff, Roger. Really do appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us on Radio Sport this afternoon.
1: Yeah, thanks, Daniel.